It is lights out, and away we go. Hello, racers. Welcome to episode 27 of the Harder Soft F1 podcast. I am your sleep-deprived host, Adrian Huff, and I'm joined by my probably decently well-slept co-host, RJ McCullough. How's your sleep been? How's your sleep habits been going, RJ? <laughs> eh, some days are better than others. I'd say better than yours, but you may be sleep deprived. But have you heard the term blue balls, Adrian? Yes. Because I waited a month for a race, a whole month patiently waiting to see Lewis Hamilton race. And then I didn't, not only did I not get one lap, I didn't even get one minute. I got 39 seconds. Yeah. 39 seconds of Lewis racing. And then he crashed. It may have been his fault, but still, it's uh, very still frustrating. Stinks. Luckily, yeah, first one all year. He, I think he's only done that a few times in his career. So, at least since he was younger. So yeah, it's uh, not great. It was a tough race to watch the whole thing without Lewis. And then I'm sure it was fun for you to watch, but it wasn't fun for me. Yeah. Um. I mean, if you follow Fernando Alonso's logic, I mean. He apparently doesn't know how to drive unless he's in the front, which yeah. I don't think that's necessarily true if you look at, you know, like Brazil last year. But yeah, listen, that that is a savage comment. Is it war is it's it's a little overkill, yeah. It's fucking savage. Uh but <laughs> it's it's definitely not true, for sure. He's just definitely I mean, yes, it was Lewis's fault, but that just is like totally like tracks for Fernando. But as soon as he said that, I literally I was like I was driving in my car watching it. I was like, oh, I was like losing my shit because I, I just knew how fucking pissed you'd be. <laughs> yeah, I was, excuse me, I was already pissed off. And then that just, that was just the, the cherry on top just put me <laughs> over the edge. I threw, was throwing stuff around the room. Yeah, because I mean, the first 30 seconds before the crash, 30, about 30, 39 seconds in, it was good. Like Perez obviously had a bad start. So Lewis got up to third behind Alonso. But all right, and then didn't go so well after that. But yeah, Paris sorry, had a, an absolute shit start. But Carlos, it's a it's a shame. I I said to myself, I was like, holy shit, Carlos is gonna win this race. But then I like by lap eleven or not even eleven, like lap eight or nine, I was like, oh no, actually I forgot Max yeah. Verstappen is in this race. <laughs> yeah, once he had the safety car, and then he was already up to like like then lap one he was like P eight or something. So. Mm -hmm. Anyways, another win for Max. That's nine this year, so yes. I tried to find a spa-colored Rebel, but not uh, weren't available in stores. So here we go for yet again another attempt the, at a heart attack. The, uh, the, the amount of Red Bulls you've chugged just in 27 episodes is fucking crazy. And every time I'm blown away by how just quickly you down those. It really is something. Um. Yeah, so <laughs> while he's chugging that, Bucky I sent Max. you this. Yeah, sorry, buddy. That's unfortunate. Um, we were slightly delayed, uh, slightly off track, but we're we've got a couple of small changes coming to the show. Um, I got a new nice little webcam. Little, little, it's not just the little circle in my laptop. So, <laughs> gonna look even better than you already do. Uh, you're gonna see a lot more definition, so it definitely won't be better. It'll be more shocking for sure. All right, <laughs> so much more detail. But yes, uh, we can get back to the F1 talk. Uh, <laughs> and you had so, a filibuster there for a second. Should we? Do you want to run through the 
the the the standings now for Spa. Okay, I do. Go for it. Because let's see, you obviously had Verstappen with the win, and then Charles at eight, uh, and then you had a couple. Of, you had more. I think you had six guys that scored points for a total of forty-seven this week. Finally. Just to uh, recap, going in to the week, so after Hungary, I led by forty-six points. So you got forty-seven this week, and then I had. 18 from Paris, 15 from Sainz, 12 from Russell, 10 from Alonso. So I had 55. So I now lead by 54 points. Damn. Gained another eight points on you. So. Jeez, I yeah. thought I did. I thought I would have actually gained on you this week, but I guess not. Jesus, Ferrari is fucking me so hard. Charles doing bad. Like I pretty much put my entire like strategy into Max and Charles, and then the rest were just like, eh, I'll pick these guys. <laughs> I mean, a Pierre Gasly was my third pick. How fucking stupid was that? Next year is going to be completely different. Next year is yeah, going to be. I I'm hope. so excited for the draft. I do hope next year is going to be completely different because uh, that leads me to my first question for you. Yes. This is completely serious. Uh, is is Max Verstappen? Is he bad for Formula One? Because like, if someone's winning the races all the time by that much, and it's making his teammates look bad, making everyone else. I mean, it's just not competitive, and I don't know. I, don't, I, I wouldn't want to see one person win, like, seven titles in a row or something like that. I don't, do you think that's bad for the sport? Uh, I have some interesting... I mean, I feel like this is this debate's been kind of talked about a lot online since for this race in particular. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing at all. I, Max, Max Verstappen, I think, is a great thing for Formula One. Um, I think it brings up a little bit about the argument, sort of like the same thing that like anti-Lewis people have been saying when that he was going through his era of absolute domination is that they always were saying that it's the car, not the driver saying that, you know, Mercedes got him all the, the championships, even though he had two with McLaren, right? At least one. Yeah, I thought it, I could be wrong. I thought it was two. I might be stupid. He has what six titles? Oh, he has seven. No, he has seven. Yeah, I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, but eight. yeah, that people brought that up so many times. Even at the end of the 2020 season, it's the car, not the driver. And people are saying that now about Max. It's like we're completely reversed now. But I don't think that's completely true because no. I think <laughs> Bottas and Perez are proving that wrong because they're in the same car, you know, and they're not pulling out these complete, I mean, Sergio and Carlos were on the front row and they could not pull off the win. They lost to the guy that started in 14th. I think that just shows like the skill that he has, but I don't know. I do think it's possible. We could see like a Sebastian Vettel level dominance for a couple of years. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that would be like good for the sport, but I mean, I feel like that's kind of the way it's always been. I mean, Mercedes, if it switches to Red Bull now, but we're not going to get, I don't think we're going to get another like seven years in a row. Like we have been like the Mercedes. I think that's past, but to answer your question, I think it's fine. Yeah, no, I, I do too. I mean, it's kind of a sport. That's where it goes. When you have the best driver in the best car, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just look at his, like, yeah, Sergio finished second, but he started, he started ahead of, way ahead of Max. So like, yeah, it, if, uh, if it was just the car, then Max would have lost. So 
yeah, it's a little frustrating being on the other end of it, uh, having to see Max kind of just go through the entire field. But hey, what are you going to do, right? I mean, <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's the nature of the sport. Like, yeah, Seb won yeah. four and then didn't do anything. And then Lewis won a bunch in a row. So I hope it's not going to be like a string of a bunch, like five or six in a row. I hope Lewis can get at least one in there and maybe Charles can get one. But um, yeah, obviously this year is going to be Max's. But um, the one thing that I think Red Bull needs to look out for now, though, for the rest of the year is... I was reminded of a, a quote that a uh, certain Toto Wolf was Uh-oh. said last year. And it was <clears throat> the well-known quote, everybody has a target on their back next year. Will <laughs> have a target on their backs next year. Everybody has a target on their backs next year. Clearly that hasn't aged well, but I mean, no. if I were Red Bull, I'd be looking out because he's going to do something. He's yeah. they got a on their back, so look out, Max. I feel like the I feel like honestly, especially after this weekend, I think George and Lewis are doing damage control. I think they are fully invested in next year's car at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, they they did some floor upgrades. I mean, they had that whole I don't know if you saw that quote from Christian Horner where he 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 thanked Toto yeah. for the upgrades, which was just like so cunty. But I mean, you know, it's typical Christian. It's fair play, I guess. But yeah, it's pretty it's pretty mental that Red Bull were already in the dominating like part and then they've still found a way to capitalize when they when Mercedes tried to gain an edge through like yeah. fairness. Yeah, it's wild. They seem to be like miles ahead now and yeah. you know like it's exacerbated at Spa cuz it's like the longest track. Um and like the DRS zone was a little ridiculous too. Like, mm-hmm. if you were a faster car, like plus the pull-up DRS, it was insane. Um, oh my god, it was amazing. So it'll be a little bit different potentially at Zandvoort. Um, like the laps are almost double. Like it was what 44 laps at Spa and 72 at Zandvoort. Like, yeah, that's just such a crazy difference. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I think uh, Signs said that was even saying that Zandvoort actually sets up this year better for. Ferrari, but then uh, Monza, I think, is after that sets up well for Rebel. So it does. I mean, we'll see. Um, we'll see where Mercedes slides in there. Uh, yeah, I think there's potential that Max could make this like a really fucking boring triple header. Of course, yeah. you know the the good <laughs> thing though is that there's amazing battles going on all through the midfield because you know mm-hmm. the cars are better this year at at that at least. But I don't know. I I don't know. If you have have it mentioned here specifically, but um, I know you have wanted us to talk about Piastri briefly, but yeah, uh, do you, can we transition to that? Because I actually have some thoughts on Alpine. I know you want you'll you can talk about the case, but I feel okay. like after this weekend, if I was Piastri, I would feel like I don't know. I would feel like slightly concerned because. Alpine, like, fucking wiped the floor with McLaren this weekend. McLaren was embarrassing. They were bad. I mean, Danny was able to get into Q3, thank God. But, I mean, he placed 15th and Lando was 12th. I mean, they got zero points this weekend. And Alpine, they got, what, yeah, 5th and 7th. I mean, dude, what the hell? I I would feel really like second guessing myself like what do you think about that because this weekend was a bad mclaren weekend yeah not it's certainly not good uh 
don't know. They showed some pace, like in practice and yes, qualifying even. But yeah, when it came down to the race, I don't know. Just was certainly wasn't good. Uh, no. So I don't really know what Piastri is going to do, but I guess there's like it's the never-ending story. I don't know. It seems like he's probably signed to McLaren. They're just waiting. Alpine and McLaren are both waiting for the case to end before they can announce anything. But um, a few things have kind of come out of it. So the F1's Contracts Recognition Board, of course, is meeting today to decide the outcome of Oscar Piastri's future, either with Alpine or McLaren. However, it is understood that Piastri is no longer Alpine's preferred driver, which, like, I guess that makes sense because he's obviously not going there. Um, But then there's been, like, over the weekend, there were some rumors about Gasly going to Alpine. Um, So the Ricardo thing has kind of dropped off a bit. And then Gasly kind of shot that down. Um, although we didn't, they asked him if there's going to be any announcements, and he said, oh, not for me. So, like, I don't know if you could take that different ways. But uh, And then they asked Akon who he would want as his teammate, and I thought he would say Gazi because he's French. They're both Mick. French. And then he said Mick, yeah. Yeah. So, because they're buddies, I guess. So, I don't know. There could be maybe Danny goes there and Mick goes to Alpine. Danny Haas? Who knows yeah, what's going to happen? Danny and Haas would be cool. <laughs> it would be cool. I'd feel like kind of bad for him competitively, but... I don't uh, think they can afford him. Yeah, that's that too, right? Like, Although maybe if he's getting the payout from McLaren, he won't need as much. That's true. I don't know. That's a good point. But yeah, it's sort of... So I guess the, like, the ruling or whatever could come down like any minute. And like, I don't... I'm not too invested in that. I just want to see like the headline of it, basically. Like, it's going to probably just be money, realistically, if yeah. they pay. So... I mean, it's going to probably seem like a big uh, sum of money, but to them, it's probably nothing, right? Right. I you I can't remember. We send each other so many clips and like videos and stuff throughout the week. You might have sent this to me, so I I apologies if you sent if you were the one that sent this to me. But did you see the clip of Lando of that one journalist sort of tricking him into talking about Piastri? No, I didn't know. So. There's this journalist. I feel terrible for not getting his name. Um, he's only people on Reddit love him because he just asks like these crazy questions. He gets these great answers out of the drivers. He was only able to go to one race this week or this year, sorry, and it was this weekend at Spa. He asked Lando, I I can't get it exactly right, but he asked him something along the lines of, "What's it going to be like racing alongside Piastri next weekend?" And Lando says something like. Have they announced that? Have they announced it? And uh, he's and he's like, no, no, no. This is all just speculation. He goes, oh well, I have no idea what that would be like. And then he just like <laughs> walks away. It, it yeah. that's not it exactly, but it's a great clip. But it kind of, you know, proves that you know what everybody's been saying that he's going. Yeah, there. yeah. Seems like it. Jeez. No, I didn't <laughs> see that. I just saw the one that I think I sent you of like Lando after Quali when uh, Lando was talking to Max and Max told Lando he just did he only did one lap. In Q3, and Lando was yeah. like, of course. And walked away. <laughs> I know. Funny. He is like, I mean, he's, I, it's just, I mean, he's just so, like, chill. I mean, yeah, when he, when things go wrong, he, like, bitches the fuck out. But nobody else plays, you know, FIFA before <laughs> Formula One races. Like, that's just crazy. That's just a yeah. level of calmness and I'm ready and don't give a fuck that, just makes me love that guy. I would love. I want to meet Max Verstappen so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. I do. No, I also. I, I would want to meet Lewis Hamilton almost as much. Just saying. 
Not almost. as much, but almost, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, there's a new Vegas spread, a new video. Uh, it's nothing like like for the F1 thing. It's nothing like crazy. It's another one like kind of animated looking ish. Mm-hmm. But just the the wording of it was a little interesting. So I I hope that this isn't what they're going with for their tagline. So the world's top F1 drivers speeding down the strip at 212 miles per hour under the neon lights. No one has seen anything like quite like this. It's Vega speed, baby. <laughs> V-E-G-A-S-P-E-E-D. Vega speed. Vega speed. The way you said that was really funny. <laughs> I'm really hoping that's not their tagline, because if that's a sign of things to come, it's going to be... Vega speed. It's easy. It's Vega speed. I need to yeah. rewatch the video of the, the simulator of what the track's going to look like, because... I don't know. I was really not thinking I was going to like Miami, but I've I've played that track a couple of times now and it is so much fun. I I love that track so much to drive. The race itself yeah. was pretty shitty, but oh, actually Miami? playing it. Yeah, loved it. Yeah. Or, I loved driving it. The weekend itself was, you know, man, <laughs> even though Max won. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a it's a good spectacle, I guess you could say. I hope they change up the track, but yeah. It's a uh, it's fun to play. Um, but yeah, Definitely. speaking of old, speaking of tracks, I guess the opposite of those tracks though. Um, Spa obviously got announced before the race that they're renewed for 2023, uh, which seems like it's gonna bump South Africa. There was what's the track like Kailami or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's called. It's like an old track they were gonna bring back. Uh, but it seems like the public outcry for Spa worked. So, I mean, it's kind of sad that they're not gonna have that South African track on there. But hey, yeah, there was an article. Spa, so yeah. oh, absolutely. There was an article saying, like, uh, I don't know if it was within the last week, that the, there was some sort of issues regarding the South African track. I don't know if it was financially or if it was, like, an actual construction issue, but there's definitely some problems there why they couldn't uh, hold that race. I don't know if that contributed to keeping Spa, but, yeah, it sucks that we're not going to expand to another continent next season. Yeah, I mean, if I don't know what time the races would have been if we were... If they're racing in South Africa, who knows what time we would have had to wake up at. But, oh, yeah. I mean, could have been fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's see what time it is there right now. <laughs> All right. Because, yeah, it's 6.35 p.m. here right now. So, see what time it is there. Um, it's six hours ahead of us. Okay. But, yeah, I don't really know how that refer- references. Because all the times are all over the place with Europe and all that stuff with the F1. So that'd be like 9 a.m. for us for a race. Not too bad. Maybe, which is what it is this weekend. Um, yeah, I guess we can go in a little more detail for for uh, Spa. It wasn't our final one, but I thought it might be. But uh, thankfully it wasn't. Um, yes. Yeah, the qualifying was really weird because like, there were so many grid penalties. I don't, I don't remember how many were. Like six, maybe, grid penalties. Like people taking uh, power units and all that stuff. So uh, many. So many. So yeah, that gave me even more hope for Lewis doing well. But Mercedes had like probably their, I think one of them said like it was their worst qualifying in like a decade because they should have at least been after the uh, like they started fourth, fifth. They should have probably been second, third, or third, fourth um, right. at worst. But um, yeah, they, so that was disappointing. But they were like eight, ninth before the penalties in Q3, weren't they? Something like I that. Think it was like yeah, I think seventh, eighth, maybe. Yeah, they, they were like behind that. the Alpines. Shocking. So, yeah, just like very strange. They just like kept waiting for the times to come up, and I know. Yeah, 
frustrating. Very frustrating. Um, Straight line speed in these cars. Red Bull have just like Matt found that like magic key to just unlock that extra speed. Even Ferrari are not as fast as the Red Bull. But no, like I think George was saying that like he thinks that the Mercedes is as fast now, if not faster than the Ferrari. So, which bold statement? Yeah, I mean it's hard to tell really, but yeah, we'll see. I guess maybe more when there's two of them on track, but. George yeah. did pass Leclerc. He did, and he had he had DRS going there, but still mm-hmm. he he held it like he finished ahead of him. So, uh, yeah, just sort of a weird quality, and then just kind of figuring out like where everyone was actually starting. Like Max got pole, but he didn't really get pole. Um, and yeah, he was 14th. Charles was 15th. Uh, yeah, and they started the race. <laughs> yeah, was there anything like? I mean, right off the bat, like signs got away well. Perez had like. A brutal start did you like this so they said like Perez was like trying to take away Alonso but he wasn't going that far across on purpose was he no I don't think so I think he knew that he had a shit start and that he wasn't getting a lot of traction right off the jump and yeah he just was like shit I gotta cut off Alonso but then you know Alonso shot up uh had a great start but sadly you know he had his little tussle with Lewis the racing incident yeah. but uh yeah. yeah, starting out, signs definitely took away quick. Leclerc, sadly, getting the the shrapnel from Max's car, um, which caused damage, uh, which he pit in what, lap four? Yeah, lap four, <laughs> Charles pitted. That's yeah. insane, though. That, like, there's a video like, of Max pulling off his visor, yeah. it, and it goes into Charles. Like, the odds of that. Yeah. What can't Max do? Like did did the whole? I wonder if the whole thing got stuck or if it like shattered and just like the little bits. Uh, who knows? That's just like that's fucking weird hilarious. That, that can even happen. Like there's got to be a better way. Like they just throw it at their car. <laughs> he <laughs> sabotaged Charles. He was just like fuck you. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Right off the bat, the Hamilton Alonso they collide, and then <clears throat> like I said earlier, Alonso came on the radio and was like, "Oh, this guy's an idiot. He can only drive when he's leading in the first place," which obviously. Isn't true. I know people say things in the heat of the moment, but um, mm-hmm. it was kind of funny. They interviewed Lewis after, and they're like, "Oh, they're kind of trying to like bait him into saying something." They're like, "Oh, did you hear like what uh, Alonzo said about you?" And he just kind of stops for something. He's like, eh, "I don't care," and he just walked yeah. away. <laughs> this reaction was a bit rough. I don't know you, if you've heard it. I don't care. So I like that. But then Lewis did admit it was his fault. Um, that he was in his blind spot, I didn't see him, but <clears throat> still that it was his fault. And then Alonzo kind of backed down his comments too. Um, but still, those two have always had a bit of rivalry. So when it first happened, of course, I was saying some uh, not so nice words about Alonzo, you could say, were, were being uttered in this household. But <laughs> 15, year of, 15 years of rivalry, man. They, yeah. that, that's got to make you a, a pretty bitter inside. Yeah, especially as much Fernando. as I felt bad. For, I felt bad for Lewis, but it was Lewis's fault, technically, even though Alonso could have backed out, but Alonso doesn't back out, much like Max. No. Um, but then I felt really bad for <laughs> Bottas, because yes. out of nowhere, like Latifi just digs into the gravel and spins right into the cuts across. I think he missed someone by, like, inches, and then he just took out took out Bottas out of nowhere. So Bottas was out of the race. So that was unfortunate, classic Latifi. Yeah, bad bad birthday weekend for Bottas. Even yeah. his his naked picture that he posted this weekend <laughs> didn't didn't help him out this time. I know he went he was on our awards show last year and just last week it didn't help him out. But no, uh, yeah, all that Bottas has had just such shit luck lately. I know he's 
he's obviously like he's really enjoying it at Alpha. Mm-hmm. He even said he'd like to stick around to to drive with Audi when they take over, but um, that's another conversation for another day, I guess. But yeah, mm-hmm. and then the lap four, the Charles box because his hair thing. So all this happened in the first few laps. There was a safety car. Max is just. And then after that, like it's pretty much just the Max show. Like he was picking. I'm sure it was a lot of fun for you. It was like he was playing the video game on like easy level. Like just every lap, he's picking off one or two guys. Yeah. Um, guys were even just like letting him go. Like even Alonzo. Alonzo never lets anyone go by, and he just like let him go right on by. Um, so yeah, with by he was in first by like lap 11 or 12, but there was also like pitting. So after the pit, him and Signs had both pit. I think it was lap 18. But so like all things being equal, lap 18, he passed Signs, and then so it only took him. <laughs> 18 laps to remove starting in 14th place like insane the rebel is nuts but like yeah yeah i mean there's not really wasn't really too much more after that like i think a few laps later paris passed signs so the rebel had their one two and then it was just the uh, another another ferrari mess up kind of time the day not like as egregious but they went for the fastest lap ended up costing them more points than they would have got because charles did like he came out of the pits, had a battle with Alonso, ended up getting past him, but then sped in the pit lane to get out of the pit lane to get ahead of him. So he dropped a place. Um, and then even Alonso said afterwards when they asked him about it, he's like, "Oh yeah, Ferrari, they always they always do make some sort of weird strategy call." And yeah, obviously he would know. So he would. Dude, <laughs> yeah, I was I was losing my mind, especially like it's just so fucking. Of course they would. They they couldn't. You know. Charles had just bad luck in general with the visor making him pit on lap four, but then they cost him fifth place, even though, you know, he's behind by an insurmountable amount of championship points. It's still, mm. it's just so it's, it stings. It stings. Yeah. <laughs> it stings There's so also much. two things on the broadcast. One, uh, about Ferrari that I kind of put it out. Like I've always kind of wondered if this was the case, but they even said it on the broadcast, like Ferrari, the whole, not the whole race, but for like 10 minutes, they just kept coming on and like vocalizing their entire strategy. Like, Charles, are we going to maybe do this or this on this lap? And what do you think about doing this on this lap? And like, they're just giving their entire strategy to everyone that's like the, all the other teams. So they can go against that where you'd think they would kind of want to keep that a little more mm-hmm. secret. Like Red Bull, maybe they'll say like, go option option B or option D or whatever. But Ferrari yeah. is just like openly discussing, like, we might do this on this lap. We might do this on this lap. I don't know, just a little, a little strange. Even they pointed out on the broadcast, but definitely, yeah. I will say, in all the, just in the last, you know, couple of years, you don't hear like that many radios from Red Bull or Mercedes going Plan B, Plan A, but mm-hmm. Ferrari all the time. We are going with Plan D, Plan D. You're <laughs> yeah. like Plan D. What the hell happened <laughs> in the first three? What the fuck know, are you doing? Like, plan it's, F, Plan E, Plan F. Like, how, yeah, you're like, how much what? time did you guys spend like? going over all these plans and now they're just they like to remember okay, like 10 different plans what about plan a or how yeah. about plan b charles what do you think should you pit now or should we wait another two laps it's like dude and like how is over he, like they have all the data they could say like if you pit now it's this if you don't it's that but they're just mm-hmm. like what do you think charles it's like, like yeah he wants to be involved obviously but they just they've just got it all they got it all backwards over there <laughs> they're gonna yeah. quickly lose second place if Mercedes is is even equal to the Ferrari now in in pace. Like I guess that's what we're gonna watch for now, because mm-hmm. and there was another uh, moment on the broadcast that was 
I mean, I thought it was funny. I guess probably no one else even noticed it, but it was a brief mention of Canada on the broadcast when Brundle said, well, as you know, this is the first time that two Canadians have started in the top 11 in a Grand Prix in F1. And then quickly he said, well, that's the most useless stat I'll say all day. <laughs> <laughs> He's a well, savage. Yeah, well, we got a shout out for a second there and then he just <laughs> tore down. Mm-hmm. I will I enjoyed say it, so thank props, you. To, props to Brundle. It, people are always saying that, you know, the British commentators are biased, but he immediately was like, yeah, that's on Lewis. Like, I know. So. I was even like, no, it's not. And I <laughs> You're like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he was he was right. Yeah, unfortunately. Me. But Ferrari, it's they're infuriating. I'm so glad that I'm not like a dead hard like only Ferrari fan because it this it would not be enjoyable to watch every weekend. It really wouldn't. Yeah, yeah if we, one of us so was as, like, as much of Ferrari fans as we are Mercedes or Rebel, it would be Mm-mm. brutal. It would. Um, And I I think it's personally embarrassing that even if he hadn't have lost the the fifth place to Alonzo, trying mm -hmm. to get trying to get fastest lap on like the final lap of the race. Yeah. When you're going up against Max, who has been just an absolute beast all day. I mean, they had how did they see that Delta? And they're like, oh, yeah, we can definitely beat that on the straight like. No, what are you I doing? I guess I figure with fresh softs, but like, no. Even even if they get it, like, do you really think this championship's gonna come down to one point at this at this point? Like, <laughs> is that know, what's dude. gonna swing this title? I mean, maybe, like, just take what you can get and take that risk a little later in the season if you can get it back within like I don't know fifty points maybe. I'll tell you like, if if they had have gotten the fastest lap, it would have brought the deficit from 98 to 97. So pro- that, you know what? That, that matters. That matters. Well, I guess you'd take one away from Max and give one to Charles. So it'd be two different, two points, actually. Two point swing. Oh, yeah. You're fucking right. That's yeah, absolutely. So, I'm so, so sorry. Yeah, 96. Wow. That's, you can't blame them for going for that, you know? You got to gotta Charles keep it is, under, under 100. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, then there's still hope. Wanted. Yeah, that's what they're going for all year. Uh, so sad. We actually did get so a pretty sad. good. We've been kind of complaining a little bit. We love the cool down room, but there's always something wrong with the audio or something. Yep. So we actually got a pretty good uh, audio this time. It's because they were all standing together right beside the TV. But I don't know. It's always just cool hearing them talk. Like, like as much as I like, we rail on Max, both of us do for him, his bitching and stuff. Like, there are those cool moments when you see him talking to the other drivers. Like we mentioned with the Lando one, and yep. then the cool down room, and he's like, "Oh, you, you got to see what, like my first lap." was going on ahead of me because there was like a couple crashes and there was just gravel being thrown up everywhere. I kind of want to go back and watch his onboard from lap one because if he said it was crazy, must have been. Um, but yeah, they saw the Lewis crash and they were like, oh, that was a big hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of just like dissecting that. Um, yeah, they're just like, it's really cool. It's just seeing them chop it up and actually being able to hear them this time. <laughs> yeah, I know. And F1, they, they posted some clips too with like some really, really nice crisp, like, Mm-hmm. actual hearable audio which was nice yes Getting carlos being like he's like oh yeah the tires degraded in like six or seven laps and max yeah. he's like did you not have like the problem and max, max was like no no not for me. Yeah. that was fine no I had perfect tires <laughs> yeah yeah it's science said his softs only lasted for like three laps and then they were spinning out uh perez yeah he Jeez. said he was just he was tail fishing a bit but yeah not for max but i mean that's more honestly that's probably credit to max and his driving too, obviously, too there's a little funny. bit of other factors, but sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, you're good. Two funny radio moments was Ferrari telling, I forget if they told Carlos or, oh, no, it was Charles. They were saying tires are degrading 
quicker than we thought, but that is for everyone, not just us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like then, they have to, like, make sure he knows, like, this isn't a Ferrari yeah. thing. <laughs> it's not just us. Please don't just be us. mad. <laughs> don't quit, please. Uh, and then Red Bull, um, when they're, I forget, Max is, like, engineer, he's like, He's like, you can uh, you can slow down a bit to try to save tires. He's like, mate, what do you think I've been doing the last five laps? That's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. oh. amazing. I like Max's, uh, like when he went across the line, he did a little like squiggle. Although yeah. there was like there was a car right behind him. <laughs> I was like, both oh, Haas. <laughs> there was one in front of him and behind him. It was both oh, Haas drivers. They're probably just like, what the fuck? That would have been hilarious <laughs> if he just slammed right into the back of him. Yeah, he, him and Mick finally collide, and it's after he's won, and Mick <laughs> is in the that. back. <laughs> um, yeah. I think we can definitively say now, we don't want to be the ones to jump too early on this. Then we can definitively say now that the uh, the title is the title's wrapped up. Yeah, it's, the, this year is over. The Ferrari. Now it's you know we're watching midfield and second place pretty much because Ferrari could still choke away. I mean, this weekend Mercedes didn't really look like they were capable of competing for P2, but. They absolutely could still come back and fight for second place in the constructors, no doubt about it. I'm yeah, so excited for Zanvoort. It definitely is not like a Red Bull centric track, but you know it's still Max's home track. He's gonna be coming with the energy of a win and his home race. I'm wondering, are they? Is what's gonna happen last year gonna happen? Is that they're gonna just completely like blind all the drivers with all the orange smoke? It's gonna be impossible to see. Yeah, it's gonna be the worst. They're crazy there. So, they are, especially if he wins, dude. Be nice, but oh my god. Well, yeah, I think he's going to, but hopefully not. Um, <laughs> he, he, I think Monza also, like you said, that is that is a definitely like a Red Bull focused track. So this triple header is gonna be it's gonna be interesting. The uh, race times. Do you have them pulled up? No, I can uh, pull them up really quickly though. Yeah, I've got them in the notes. I know the actual race is 9 a.m. again. I think uh, practice is a little earlier, but that's practice. Let's see what time Quali's at. Let's see, I got it. We got Quali, 9 a.m. Oh, sweet. Race, 9 a.m. So, okay. Yeah, kind of the same thing we, we usually deal with. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, with my job, I'm working a lot of Sundays, but it's a type of job where if the times line up perfectly, I could. If the race is early, I can usually watch most of the race. Sometimes I'll have to drive a little bit, which isn't safe, but I do it. Yeah. Um, but I definitely will. We will a hundred percent get to a point where I will not be working on Sundays, and I want to get to a point where we are live reacting to the races together. Like that's definitely the goal. I think. I think by the start of 2023 season, this might be a little ambitious of a promise. Like that was that was the whole time I was thinking, like while driving to work and while I was at work watching the race, I was like, God damn, like the live commentary of this is just like would be so amazing. So yeah, definitely, there's a lot of people that do that. Yeah, the live the live commentary and then getting out like uh, reactions like Sunday night. But you know, we're still still working through our own our own schedules and our own lives trying to figure this out. But for sure, eventually we'll get to a time where we can get everything out and do everything we want to. But hey, we're yes. doing the best we can. And absolutely pretty good for now. I think uh, we're doing a pretty stand up job for a zero dollar budget podcast from two guys that live in two different countries. <laughs> that's right. That so, on Reddit. Yes. Yeah. So we were wrong with our predictions for spa, but that was before we knew there was going to be grid penalties up and down the grid. So like, that's not really our fault. 
So I think Lewis might have to take a, a grid penalty this week because of the car issues. I just saw something about that. I don't know. It hasn't been confirmed. I just saw an article on Reddit. Damn. So, I mean, who knows? Um, but let's let's just say that he... Whatever. Regardless of that, um, I guess the question is, is Max... Do you think Max is, like, guaranteed to win this week? Because I, I actually don't think he's guaranteed to win this week. Like, yeah, they blew everyone out of the water last week. But, like, it hasn't been like that all season. It hasn't been, like that huge of a gap and like Zambord is a lot of a, t- a tighter track so I mean I personally don't think it's going to be like a huge blowout at least mm-hmm. that maybe that's wishful thinking but I don't know if maybe if Charles can get if Ferrari can get one two in quality maybe <laughs> if they can pull off a one two in the race you know then I think that could I, it's so stupid yeah. and foolish to say but like there's the smallest yeah. smallest smallest chance that if they pull off a miracle, that this thing is yeah. not dead. But obviously, okay. it is the championship or the champions' home race. But yeah. it definitely is going to be um, a more like track that's built for the Ferrari. Uh, it's mm-hmm. definitely a lot of corners. They have so much downforce. It's def. It's not a, a lock for Red Bull for every single weekend. And I don't think right. I'm pretty sure. Like, even no. it was never lock always for Mercedes. It was never. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's never the, the outliers. It's I don't I don't even know if I would call it outliers at this point, but um, yeah, it's it's gonna be for sure. Like I I think it's possible Max could win, but like I I definitely think Charles has a pretty decent shot, especially if they can just not fuck it up somehow. <laughs> but yeah, again, I, I I don't know. I I if I think the only time you can almost guarantee that Red Bull is going to do extremely well is if you have like a lot of straight line like track, and there's not a lot of that here. So, I mean, we'll yeah. see. Yeah, I, I think like like I said, the only chance I think Ferrari has of beating Max is if they on quality they get one two. But doing that here is gonna be tough. Although I think like this might be the last time. It, this season that Max is going to feel any pressure just because it's his home race. Yeah. He won his first title last year. If he wins again here, it's pretty much just where is he going to win it? Like he's, it's already over, but um, they even said on another kind of funny thing on the broadcast when they were like, Max was already like fourth or fifth by like lap 10 or something. And they're like, well, Max is like, Max is going through the field like a little bit quicker than I had hoped he would, to be honest. Like, they were even like, unless you're a Max fan, you're probably hoping it would take him a little longer. Yep. <laughs> it's and like, it, yeah, at the end of the race, too, he said something like, he was like, well, you know, this wasn't exactly the most exciting spa that we were, can hope for, but you all can blame Max Verstappen for that. And then yeah. he was like, of course, don't actually blame him. You know, he's done a great job. But yeah, yeah. And it wasn't a bad race by any means. Like, no, no. Uh, but it definitely wasn't. I mean, we were saying this could be Mercedes' first win, you know, a lot of yeah, these theories, but Ugh. no, not at all. So much for that. Yeah, not at all, but I guess, yeah, it was, I didn't really uh, factor in just how much the straight line speed. And then we did talk about how they got Rebel had a new chassis or whatever. New, mm-hmm. Yep. Obviously, that's looking pretty good. So, I mean, yeah, we're, let's just, I think everyone, even you as a Rebel fan, is hoping it's not just Red Bull 1 2 running away with it the rest of the year. Do need uh, need Lewis to get at least one, but yeah, that's pretty much. I think that's all we got this week. Um, yeah, we'll have to get our F1 video games going, but oh yes. yeah, we'll be back for uh, Zanvoort again this weekend. Hopefully, 
Hopefully a better result for Lewis at least. Yeah, Mercedes need to need to pull it together a little bit, but it I they I feel like Mercedes and Ferrari have a chance to do some good, but you know, we, they're up against a fucking beast right now. Um and last thing I I will say for this episode, there's a tweet that I actually found from at virtual statman. Assuming Red Bull win both titles in 2022, this will be the second time in the last 13 years that Honda have pulled out of Formula One only to see the team that they left behind go on to win both championships in the following <laughs> season. Damn. That's that's I don't know if that's poetic or ironic, but it's definitely funny. Yes, it's fitting. It's classic. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's, like that's all that's all for me, unless you have anything else. No, I mean by next week, we should hopefully have more of an update on the Piastri situation, but that's kind of dragging. But hey, for it sure, it's something to keep talking about. Um, yeah, go Lewis. Despite a bad week, still we rise. So <laughs> get back at it. Absolutely. Hopefully, we'll have some more news for you guys next week. We're gonna have some new layout uh, for our video that you can watch on our YouTube channel, Harder Soft F1 Podcast. Um, yeah, of course, this is episode 27. It's fucking awesome, but we're still growing. We're still learning. We're still evolving. So stick around. Listen every week, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and follow our socials. We're still trying to figure that out. We're still trying to figure out content, post content. But come on, come follow us. Grow grow with us. Join our little American-Canadian community. But yeah, okay. Harder soft paddock. Yeah, there you go. Join our little paddock over here <laughs> in North go. America. Uh, but yes, at Hardersoft F1 on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you all so much for watching and listening, and we'll see you next week in the Netherlands. <laughs>